Thanks for tuning in to Not The Worst Podcast. In this episode, we talk about all the new video games announced during this year's The Game Awards, the failures of Cyberpunk 2077, and a partnership between Nickelodeon and the NFL. We also say goodbye to our co-host Anthony for a few months, so come join us for one last hurrah together. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 38 of Not the Worst Podcast. My name is JD. That guy over there is Anthony, and we are Hello. talking about some news. How's it going? Good. You? Uh, I'm alive. It's fine. Sure. I'm officially Whatever. done working <laughs> for a while. Well, that's good. So I'm great. Yeah. yeah. I got I got some Christmas break coming up, so I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. Mine's not a break, but yeah. Well. You know. Uh, so you got anything uh, for your intro? Yeah. Um. Actually, I just figured out just before logging on, there is a new Rogue on Rogue company now. It's a new Breacher. Oh, cool. And I don't know her name because I didn't get the time to look it up, but she is. She has a shield that she runs with. Hmm. And so that should be interesting. I feel so like probably uh, Rogue gonna... Company's kind of fallen off a little bit recently. I'm, I wouldn't it. be... No, not really. I mean, I still enjoy it. I haven't, granted, I haven't done any gaming really recently because of how close I am to my deployment. So I'm spending a lot of time with my wife. So yeah. with that being said, the last thing I was going to add for the intro, this is my last podcast with JD. Hooray! About seven months or so. Yeah. So JD would be running solo. Figure so. something out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to be taking a break too for Christmas and stuff. And I'll I'll be coming back in the new year. With with mm-hmm. the hot hand, we're gonna start season two. You can do that on podcast. You like just decide you're doing do see yeah. randomly throughout the year. Yeah, like, yeah. This seems like a good point for season two. Let's let's go ahead and do. Apparently, something. apparently that's how they do it. I don't know. I don't know if there's like a podcast schedule people keep. I don't know, but I figure with you gone and me doing it by myself, we'll call it season two. <laughs> that works. So anyway, worked for me. Uh, what was I gonna say for the intro? I w- I did have something though. I totally forgot what it was. Anyway, let's ba- jump. In, let's jump into this. Baby has the name now. Uh, maybe I'll figure it out. Oh yeah, Baby Yoda does yeah. have a name. That's a couple weeks old though, right? I think that's it been is around a, weeks old. a little bit now. Uh, yeah. So watch the Mandalorian and find out Baby Yoda's name. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not called Yoda anymore. Okay, let's no. jump into our first topic. The Game Awards happened last week while we were recording our last podcast. Actually, they were going on, and uh, you know, we we talked a little bit about the nominations. You can look up who won The Last of Us Part Two, won Game of the Year, to nobody's surprise. <laughs> like, it was the Game of the Year. Uh, and then you can look up all the little ones. But what we want to talk about are the new games that were announced during the Game Awards. Because this was like a three-hour event, and in between each award announcement, they had basically a new game announcement. So there's tons of stuff to talk about. Um, and so we're just going to... We got, we got a page here that lists out all the trailers and has all the videos that played, so you can go watch the videos of the games that you're interested. But there's definitely some big ones in there that are coming up that are very cool. Uh, were there any that spoke to you, Anthony, that you want to talk about? Um, I'm still going through the list. All right. so I would well, think you got, well, I mean, obviously Perfect Dark. Perfect yeah. Dark is a pretty big deal to us. Uh, yeah. That's more of a nostalgic reason for JD and I. It's one of the first games we started playing together. When yeah, we Perfect met, Dark so. Zero was was kind of a yeah, perfect was a 
kind of the first like multiplayer game that we were really playing together back in the day when that game came out. It kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I remember when we tried to go back to it a few years later and it was just filled with hackers <laughs> and people were like floating through the air and like shooting infinite grenades. And we were like, okay, this game has changed since we played it last. Yeah. But we, that's that awesome. was on the 360, wasn't it? Yeah, 360. Yeah. 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 It's awesome that they announced a new, uh, a new Perfect Dark game. That'll be really cool. I'm excited. I'll play some Agent Dark. I'll I'll do those missions, and hopefully it has multiplayer that's as fun as the other one was. So, minus yeah. the hackers, right? Yeah. Hopefully the hackers don't take over the way they did that one. Uh, <laughs> and then pretty much right after Perfect Dark was another tease for Dragon Age Four. Um, mm-hmm. And I also really love the Dragon Age series. It's been a huge. I'm a huge fan of that. They uh, even showed uh, in in the last Dragon Age. They introduced this character Solus, and they showed that he's going to be in the new game, and I think that has rifle riled some people up because he was kind of a controversial character. So that should be interesting. Uh, the, unfortunately, they didn't reveal a lot in the Dragon Age trailer. It was kind of more of like a teaser, which is yeah, annoying because we we've known about this game for a while now, and I think people would like to see some substance there. But so, so please stop teasing us and just give us what we <laughs> yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, give give us the game. Come on. Uh, it's not like we don't know that that one's coming, you know. Like Dragon Age is huge, we get it. Um, was it so? There was also the. Uh, I mean, there's a couple other games that really stuck out to me, but yeah. the Casio project or C- Callisto uh, project, Callisto Protocol. Protocol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, in on, I don't know if that's in that trailer right there, but in the Game Awards, they talked to like the director or something, and he said they want it to be the scariest game ever. So if you're into horror yes. games. This is going to be the game for you. Uh, the trailer is pretty messed up for sure. Uh, so it's definitely going to be a fun game if you're into horror games. And it's sci-fi. It takes place on like a moon of Jupiter or something or Saturn. I don't know which one. One of those big planets. And it's like in a prison and there's aliens. Mm-hmm. So if you're into sci-fi stuff, it's good too. Um, it's probably the aliens that the uh, Israeli general was talking about in our last podcast. So yeah, that's right. And he yeah. he just got the planets mixed up. He said it, we had he a secret Mars, base on Mars. It was really Saturn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Another interesting thing that I noticed that this is another one that is brings us back to our nostalgic gaming days is uh, Back for Blood, which is done by the Left 4 Dead Studios. Yeah, Back um, for Blood is that. That's kind of a weird thing because it is. I guess I I guess I didn't realize whatever I I still don't know whatever happened to Left 4 Dead, why it never got a sequel, but apparently they don't have the name rights to Left 4 Dead anymore. So even though this game mm. is basically just Left 4 Dead, they can't call it that. Or they're choosing not to. I don't know. There I was know. Left 4 Dead 2, but they were supposed to do a right. third one, but it never happened. Yeah, and they never made one. Um. I'm assuming maybe Valve or somebody owns the rights to the name. So they're just it kind of making be. their own thing. I don't know. And this company broke off from Valve or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but this is uh, basically a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. So if you love those games, co-op zombie shooting games. And this one looks even better. It's got more bad guys. It's got a variety of maps and stuff. So it's going to be pretty fun. I remember we had a lot of fun, especially in the second one where they had the mode where you can become a zombie to hunt down your friends yeah. who are hunt or and you could take on roles of like the hunter, the boomer, the witch. Right, right, the, right. Yeah, hopefully uh, this one remember. has stuff like that. Yeah, it'll be great. 
Oh, the the um, Callisto Protocol isn't coming until 2022, April. And I, I guess we should. Well, they don't really mention the release. Not a lot of these have them, release dates because a lot of these yeah, are yeah. just teases. But yeah, April 22 for Callisto Project. So that's that one's a while off. Even though I would say mm-hmm. of the ones we've seen, that one was one of the most complete trailers, really. But you know, and it looks really, cool. it looks beautiful too. Yeah, those graphics are uh, great. It looks good. Dragon Age isn't anything. Bioware has got another one. Uh, I guess they teased another Mass Effect. So on top of the remasters we're going to get for the trilogy, yeah, not to include Mass Effect Four, there's a teaser for another Mass Effect, which is going to be interesting. Because from what I understand, Mass Effect 4 was horrible, which would make sense why... They, well, I mean, they wouldn't remaster it because it just came out and also... Well, it was Mass you know, Effect Andromeda. It wasn't Mass Effect 4. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't yeah, a yeah. continuation of the original series. But I do want to talk about that. Um, okay. I was very interested in this trailer, and I actually... You know, I looked up some background info on this because I really loved that, the first three Mass Effect games. Um, so what's interesting about this teaser is at the very beginning, it shows two galaxies. So even mm-hmm. though this is supposed to be a Mass Effect 4, this is supposed to be a continuation of the original series, it does have some connection to Andromeda. Um, okay. Which is very interesting. And yeah. what's more interesting is in this teaser, they show a few things. Like they show a panel of the N7 ship, which was Commander, Commander Shepard's mm-hmm. uh, ship. and But it's like a broken piece found buried in the snow or whatever. So it's this is long after... The events of the first trilogy and they show a dead reaper which not only Ooh. which confirms um because mass effect 3 had multiple endings right um mm-hmm. the dead reaper sort of confirms that the ending where you destroy the reapers is the main ending the, for continuing the official series. ending of the game right. yeah exactly uh and along with that if if this has some connection to andromeda then there also seems to be some connection to the Reapers, which weren't in Andromeda. So mm-hmm. you have to wonder. Different. Yeah, you have to wonder what uh, is what's the connection there? What's the relationship between Andromeda mm-hmm. and the Reapers? Uh, so that's interesting. So this raises a lot of questions. Um, and that blue girl on the trailer, people are saying that that oh, is. Yeah. Um, I forget her name, what? but she was like. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She was one of the main love interests of Commander Shepard and part of your crew. And, um, That's if you played your story right. Because right. she, if you I could mean, also piss yeah. her off too. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're saying that this is her because they li- their their race lives for hundreds and thousands of years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be her like a hundred years after the events of the trilogy or something, and she has a different crew or whatever. Uh, and they're uncovering some sort of mystery related to Commander Shepard. That's kind of what the synopsis seems to be. Um, it's gonna be awkward if somebody killed her off in their series, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they had an option to kill her off, though. Yeah, I don't know. But they you... might not have. But yeah, so that's very yeah. interesting. That te- is a very small teaser. It didn't reveal a lot, but it no, definitely it brought up some big questions about what's going to be in this new game. Especially if you could hop galaxies, or if you have multiple galaxies to explore, that's going to be a crazy undertaking for a single game. Uh, so we might be looking at a new trilogy, even. Which is Honestly, it's actually making me excited. And on, uh, when was the remaster? It's supposed to be this month, isn't it? The remaster pack? Or was it? No, I, I think remaster? it's early next year. I think it's coming uh, out early probably next year. Something I'm going to be dedicating a lot of my off time during my deployment is probably to replay that series. Because you can spend hours in that game. That's, a, that's another game we all of us in our group played 
but we didn't obviously couldn't play together because it's single right. player. But we literally would say, "Hey, did this happen to you?" I'm like, no, because I killed my guy off, or I pissed him off and he left. And yeah, so it was fun because we we all compared how our stories turned out, and I think all of us had something different. Yeah, every, every every one of us did different decisions, and it was just so crazy that the decision you made, you know, six years in ago game. in Mass Effect One was still impacting you in mass effect three that was just nuts to me mm. uh so i hope they do something like that for the, the new games as well which you know is infinitely complicated of course but it's very cool well it's gonna be a lot harder for them to do it this time around because it's been so long since three and that was on yeah. the 360 I think, well, I think the idea here is that they're going to make it so far in the future that nothing you did none of that's gonna really be, gonna matter yeah anymore. i think that's the idea but we'll see that, who knows who knows how it works it's pretty crazy Another one that JD mentioned um, that caught my interest mainly because one, who they got in it, and two, that they're actually even making a animated series about it is Arc Two. Yeah. Um, and you're actually going to play as in Arc. Um, I don't know how many people have played. It. I know a lot of people got into Atlas. Arc is what started off with Wild Card, and then they moved on to Atlas. But Arc has many expansions now. Um, there was no talk of ever being a sequel that I know of until re until the Game Awards, and you played just a no named guy that got abducted and thrown onto this arc, hence the name Arc. Oh, and your goal was yeah, your goal was to uh, uh, survive. And honestly, when the game first came out, there was no story, there was right. no mission. You were just playing to play, right? And and it f slowly developed into. Uh, you start finding journals of past survivors on the Ark and what they did to survive. One was like a Roman centurion. One was a colonial Englishman that was a explorer. And, and so you had all these really cool story arcs of different survivors that were there before you. And your goal was to beat the Ark to ascend to head to another Ark, which would be one of the expansions. Um, I don't know. what Genesis is the newest one. I don't know what happens when you beat Genesis. I'm going to assume since they're getting ready for Arc 2, this is probably going to be the last Arc to ascend. Yeah, probably. Uh, but Arc 2 is going to have Vin Diesel in it, and you're actually going to play him as opposed to be a no-name survivor on the Arc. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I got the same link as JD does, but I'm looking at the Verge's article, and they don't have a trailer for it but they have a picture and they i don't know if oh, I'm yeah, looking they don't at have the, the trailer i just assumed that was a trailer but yeah you can't click on that it's just a picture yeah <laughs> uh, there was so a I don't trailer know if that's of the of the animated series or if this is a part of the game no uh, either way it there is a there is a there was a big trailer featuring vin diesel and this seems to be his daughter and they're being chased by some sort of neanderthalic cavemen and then they have Ooh, to find a, have NPCs. They have to, yeah, there's some sort of NPCs, and then they have to fight a T-Rex while that happens. So, yeah, so I, yeah, it's too bad that this isn't a trailer, but uh, hopefully that's on YouTube or something. You can. It seems like Arc Two is going to have a very big story mode, story. at least, at least some mm. sort of story, because it has both Vin Diesel and his daughter featured in this trailer. Uh, so there has to be something there. Maybe it's something to help walk you through the early stages of survival, um, things like that. But I don't know. Maybe this is a more structured game than the previous version. Ark is the a very was... fascinating lore. Like even yeah, it is. Even just for the survival game where you're not really doing any lore, and most of the lore is, like you said, through journals and stuff like that, 
that's still a very interesting concept where you show up on this arc. Every time you die, you show up and you've got the little diamond thing that you yeah. look at every time. And you've got these giant, the giant obelisks that, you know, you're kind of drawn towards exploring and they have giant bosses under them that you're trying to figure out even why they're there and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Now, there was a lot of interesting lore to arc. So a structured story version it's of the be game really... would be really yeah. cool. Yeah. It'd and be, for those of you who Jurassic ever... Parkian. Yeah. And for those of you who didn't get too much into arc, um, it's basically the kind of spoil it is you're, I think these arcs were built around the earth by a race called, I think the keepers and they built these to test humans and to see if they're worthy to evolve and move on with their lives. Um, and I think this is about the time I think that the earth is being destroyed by pollution and everything else that basically we're saying is destroying the earth now. And I think the keepers built these arcs to see if humans are worthy enough to move on or be destroyed. Um, like I said, I have Genesis this is the newest one. I have not actually dug that much into Genesis, so I don't know what the story behind it. All the previous arcs were just stepping stones to move up and upgrade and find out more about the lore. It started off with just dinosaurs. Now they and then the next arc had like new dinosaurs and creatures, and then the arc after that just went straight like alien, creepy creature stuff. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, sounds like they're going back to the dinosaur thing. They said new monsters, so it might not be just dinosaurs. Um, but JD says the trailer had Vin Diesel and his daughter running from uh, fighting a T Rex and running from Neanderthals, which they did not have NPC humans before. Right. So that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, they've talked about it before. There's people that made mods where you can have tribe people that you can recruit to help you in your um, base that you build. Uh, but those were mods, and maybe Ark just ran with it. And Ark, uh, Wildcard has done that before, where somebody makes a mod that's really good, like the S Plus mod right. uh, that I had in my server. They end up implementing that into the official game later on. It wasn't as extensive because the S Plus had a lot to it that was kind of cheating. Um, but they implemented a lot of stuff, like being able to modify the walls and stuff and make them snap better, so you can actually make more intricate structures and everything. So. Sure. This may be just a spinoff of a mod somebody did. Because like I said, that somebody did one where you can recruit tribes people. Um, I never downloaded it. I thought about it, but never got into it. Yeah, so this I'm, definitely I'm curious. seems like they'll be mo a lot more advanced than just um, tribes people or whatever. Because they're, they're like running through forests and they're fighting each other. So it could be that uh, instead of just like dinosaur territory, you also have human territory. Like they have their own little fortifications or something that you have to take over. Uh, could be interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, like I said, I don't know if the screenshots from the uh, animated series or the actual game. No, if it's it the is, game. It, it's the game. And so it looks incredible. It's a huge step up from ARC's graphics. So yeah. I'm yeah, the animated series is actually cartoony, like more like that is one it? below it. So yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, but that's yeah, that's about all. I, I said a lot about ARC. I actually love that game. I tend to play it for hours and then take a long break from it and then go back to it. So um, I'm curious to see Arc two, how Arc 2 will go. And I think that's but, about it for the big ones. Um, yeah. There are definitely some other smaller games in there. Uh, little pieces of info about updates for games like Super Smash Brothers is getting the Halo Master Chief and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, if you want to look that up, we'll have the link in our Discord. I think it's time to move on. We talked about that yeah, for a while. So. We did. 
Okay. The next one, is, so, I think we're going to do a lot of fun, poking fun at it. Yeah. So, let's talk about Cyberpunk 2077 for a second. Uh, we talked about it last week. We talked about our, our personal impressions of playing mm. the game, which have been mostly positive. I've really enjoyed the game. It's been very fun to play. Um, but not everybody was so fortunate to have uh, a decent introduction to this game. Because apparently, back in the day when cyberpunk was delayed they said that they were delaying it because they wanted to make it look good on all the consoles well apparently they didn't really do a good job of that (laughs) so the release on the playstation 4 and xbox one was not ideal and uh to the point where to the point where so many people were upset by it cyberpunk hat or cd project the people who make cyberpunk had to start issuing refunds through sony and microsoft uh, and then they had a meeting with their investors and they came out and they basically said, we knew that it was going to be rough and <laughs> we ignored that, uh, because you know, we wanted to launch the game and make money off of it. Uh, and that, that, that's even worse. Like they knew it was bad and they still released it. And then they were like, don't, don't ask for refunds anymore. We're going to fix it. So now they've come out and said, Fixing the game and the cost to fix the game for those systems is more important to them than the money that they were making anyway. So they're going to spend some time to fix it. But, you know, I don't really buy all that. They they knew that this was bad. They delayed the game specifically because of these releases that still ended up being pretty crappy. Um, So it's, you know, it's kind of on them. Uh, we've talked a little bit in the past about CD Projekt going back on their word on things like gamer or developer crunch and things like that. Uh, the company is not. Th- this game brought out a lot of bad stuff for CD Projekt Red. <laughs> Everybody oh, loved them. Much. Everybody was very high on CD Projekt Red after the Witcher series, um, and they quickly became one of the more prominent game developers in Europe. But Cyberpunk 2077 really brought them down. I think it taught them a few lessons that they weren't expecting to learn. Um, so I think that, I mean, the death threats, I don't think they were expecting that either. Um, you know, modern gamers are dumb. Like I don't, that stuff is stupid. Why it is a video game. There is no reason to get upset to the point of a death threat for anything in a video game for any reason. It's a video game. The thing that bothers me is there. So first of all, it, the, CD Project or CD Project Cyberpunk 2077 is demanding on PCs alone. Like there's people my PC struggles with it. I know JD has his own issues with it. Maybe it's yeah. maybe it's just an optimization issue they cuz I mean it is a buggy game so it might just go hand in hand with that. Um I mean my computer's a potato so it, it's no shocker to me that a game like Cyberpunk is demanding on it. It is a beautiful looking game. Um the thing I don't get is these companies are so adamant when they get to that transition period of current gen consoles to the new gen consoles that they feel they have to make sure it plays for both. And if you already know you're going to have issues on running on something like a PC, you probably shouldn't do something like the current gen console, especially when they were the, when they made the, like the PS4 pro or the Xbox X where a one X and they were 4k, but they were fake 4k with only 30 frames per second. That should have told you right there. Something like uh, Cyberpunk is not meant to be on those consoles, but yeah. they wanted the money, which yeah. is why they did it. Pretty much. Uh, and like I said, JD and I talked the last episode about all 
many bugs. Uh, JD showed a new one to me today in our little Dude. group chat of, <laughs> about. Apparently, guess, that's common it. too. By the way, apparently that's. <laughs> oh, not, that's encouraging. Yeah, apparently that happens quite often in that game for some reason. Uh, Suicidal NPCs. Yeah, they like, the, like they're not sure. Like I don't think people have figured out whether the game actually programs them to just like randomly commit suicide, or if like the game is loading them on an empty square and they just fall or something like nobody and knows. then they die yeah so anyway yeah it's but definitely a buggy game even when it looks good and runs great it's still a pretty buggy game it's got its glitches mm. for sure uh and yeah i can't imagine trying to play that game on an older generation oh, console oh, no like even even if it was optimized it would still look pretty bad like I somebody so. somebody was showing like the crowds and there's like five people like standing around <laughs> And it's like that's not much of a crowd, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's and, uh, and that 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 was just discouraging because, like I said, the game is a good looking game. Yeah, it's a great game if you can if you got the system to play it, I guess. But apparently not if you're running an older generation. And if you enjoy penises, apparently there is a penis glitch. Hooray! Yeah, that's true. There is one. The the genitalia just sticks right out of the pants. Nothing you can do about it. You're just wagging it out. Just Can't walking around to and fro. Woo. Cannot be contained. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So Cyberpunk, um, kind of a mixed launch. I think I believe like on PC it's been fine. Um, but so one thing that games are judged by a lot of a lot of game developers even have it built into their contract these days is that you need to reach a certain review score for your game um to get bonuses uh later on and that that can usually mean like getting above a 90 and it uses metacritic.com which aggregates all the review scores into one place uh and a lot of people have said that this is a really bad practice in the gaming industry and they don't like it uh and the cyberpunk people have come out and said that they're not going to do that like they were originally planning everybody's going to get their bonuses anyway because on the like where a good score is like 90 out of 100 and right now it's sitting at 87 on PC which is pretty good it's at 52 mm. on the PlayStation 4 and 55 on the Xbox 1 so definitely did not meet expectations on those systems but at least CD Projekt Red has come out and said they acknowledge that and that it's they're still going to give out their bonuses so that's fine but uh yeah those are pretty low scores for the game of the holidays um something that people have been waiting for all year long right yeah people have literally been waiting since since the original release was supposed to be in june uh so anyway and, it, and the crunch part too is getting old uh, jd showed uh somebody that had a hot take about crunch with his developers on twitter so oh yeah uh, oh what was that that was oh that was the um so kotaku kotaku wrote an article after the game awards talking about how games that have uh crunch time should not get best direction because that's kind of contradictory right if you're if you forced your developers to work overtime in the weeks leading up to the game's release you obviously weren't directing that game very well um and they were talking about that because Last of Us 2, which also won Game of the Year, also won Best Direction and a million other awards, of course. Uh, and somebody on Twitter, uh, who the guy that developed Duke Nukem Forever, uh, oh, came, that's right. that's what it was. Yeah, 
He came out and he's like, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. You don't know anything about crunch time. Keep in mind that Duke Nukem Forever was a game that was in development for 12 years. And then they had to crunch it to not get it out there. And it was terrible. It was an awful game. They ruined the Duke Nukem franchise. Uh, and this guy's out there talking crap about crunch time and developers and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, come on, man. Come on. Like of all the people to say something. You have the least valuable opinion in this conversation. So anyway, that, you know, that's just another side that's, thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, crunch sucks and developers should stop doing it. And cyberpunk was guilty of it for sure. And so yeah. was the last of us two in a big way. Um, and now cyberpunk. Yes. Uh, last of us was a big hit with the crunch, yeah. but they seem more like a glutton for punishment with their, uh, crunch. Yeah. Almost like a drug for their yeah they almost yeah they they basically encourage it <laughs> at that company so it's kind of different uh anyway all right let's move on cyberpunk yeah sucks for ps4 xbox one game over all right the next this next story is not not nearly as downhearted um as cyberpunk was uh so the nfl the nfl season is coming to an end the playoffs are going to start here in like a month uh there's like three games left in the regular season and then the playoffs start uh, and the NFL has been branching out a lot, doing a lot of different partnerships and things like that. One of their partnerships this year for the playoffs is going to be with Nickelodeon, the kids' channel, yeah. and they are going to be part. They're going to be dual casting the AFC Wild Card game on January 10th. Uh, it's going to be on CBS for the people who just want to watch it normally, and then it's going to be on Nickelodeon. And Nickelodeon is going to be adding because they they're trying to make it appeal to kids. They're going to be adding Nickelodeon type effects to the game. Uh, there's a trailer that's pretty funny. It's got like SpongeBob in the uh, between the goalposts where you kick a field goal. It's got a SpongeBob SquarePants in there, and then it's got slime in the end zone. So when you see people running through the end zone, they're gonna have to be splashing through slime. And then it's got googly eyes for the players. So when they're doing reviews of the close-ups of the players, they'll have googly eyes on their face. Uh, it looks ridiculous. Uh, and I'm not sure if I am very happy about that because it looks that ridiculous or if I'm sad about that. Uh, but what they have said that the regular game is going to be normal. So like if they're kicking a field goal to score a point, they're not going to have SpongeBob in there blocking your view. Uh, <laughs> but when they review the play later, then they'll add SpongeBob and stuff like that. Um, they even got it. Um, they're showing like block, block shaped athletes running across the yeah field. yeah they got all kinds of weird stuff uh going in there uh yeah scenes <laughs> they're gonna like the yeah. all the all the pregame shows and like the halftime show they're all gonna be named after nickelodeon characters and stuff like that they're even going to have nickelodeon stars doing some of the reporting so like there's going to be a 14 year old on the sidelines of the game reporting for nickelodeon um and what's his name shoot where was it his name is lex lumpkin what kind of name is that? Lex Lumpkin. <laughs> yeah, Lex like Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's gonna fourteen-year-old kid on this as a sideline reporter. Um, but you know, there obviously there's a lot of things going on with that. You don't have to watch that version. You can watch the CBS version. Um, it's just interesting to see that Nickelodeon's doing that, especially when you consider that this means that like three to four hours of Nickelodeon's time is going to be dedicated to this football game, mm -hmm. which means they're not going to be showing you know whatever shows kids like to watch on Nickelodeon. Um, 
So that's a pretty big, I think that's kind of a risk for Nickelodeon. If they don't get a good audience, if they don't, if the kids aren't interested in football. Um, so that's, that's weird. I'd, you know, if I was a kid, I'd probably rather watch Rugrats or whatever you watch on Nickelodeon these days. <laughs> Not football. Yeah. So, it looks like the comments, I mean, it's, it's Twitter, but the comments is like mixed. So you got one saying this is disgusting and an insult to the NFL. Then another comment says this is brilliant. So it's, it's yeah. going to be interesting. Maybe, I think I'll watch it. I think I'll watch the Nickelodeon version over the CBS version just because it'll be entertaining. It'll definitely be uh, unique to see. So we'll see how that goes. And then you can get your son involved with watching yeah, the NFL. Hey. You never know, you know, if that if that brings in more kids' interest. And I think that's the idea. Uh, you know, the NFL's never really appealed to an age group specifically like this. They just kind of – the NFL's just always kind of been, we're going to show our games, and if you want to watch it, watch it. That's great. Uh, but they, they've never really gone through this kind of effort that Nickelodeon's going through. So we'll see. We'll see the if only, it works. The only thing I'm concerned about, like, if that's their goal – well, I mean, I guess I'm thinking super young like your son. He's not going to be staying up to watch this the Super Bowl because that's what, 8 right. o'clock at night and usually – yeah, I mean, this is only going to be for one game, at least this year. It's only going to oh. be the wild card game. So, oh, it's not going to be the actual Super Bowl. Okay, no, no, it's just a wild card game. It's just the first game of the playoffs. So, this yeah. is going to be interesting. I mean, uh, it could be fun. Maybe get with a group of friends. You guys get drunk and watch Nickelodeon NFL. And see. Yeah, take a shot <laughs> for every time they show googly eyes on a player. Yeah, I'll do that. Or SpongeBob uses one of his typical catchphrases. Or yeah. Uh, and the, the interesting thing about this is that this might be the Colts game because the Colts are kind of on track for a wild card in the playoffs this year. So maybe I'll have a reason to watch it because my Colts will be in it. <laughs> so it should be interesting. Are your Colts going to actually win this year? I mean, they can't even win their division, so I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But we'll see. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> anything can happen. Once, once they make the playoffs, once they're guaranteed in the playoffs, anything can happen after that. You never know. But right now, they're not even guaranteed in the playoffs. So. It's also 2020. And it's 2020. 2020 is a weird year. It sure is. It is. It's in which the Christmas stars can be visible next week. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you for that random piece of information inserted right in there. All right. Uh, and that's it. That's our topics. We got... The Game Awards, Cyberpunk 2077, and Nickelodeon and the NFL partnering together. Yeah. Do you have anything for the outro besides the nope, Christmas it's, star? Hey, it's pretty cool. I can't remember. It's like Jupiter and another planet is going to line up. It's going to make a pretty bright star in the sky kind uh -huh. of thing. Okay. It's supposed to be the brightest object in the sky, night sky. But I believe it. Okay. You should be excited. <laughs> it's, it's something that happens. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Yay. It only happens once every 800 years. Tell me more about your astrology. Yay. You don't want to know what my sign is? Yeah, no. I don't want to know what my sign is. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, No, I don't have anything yet. I, it's been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to see how the podcast is going to be after seven months when I get back. Hopefully, JD won't be burnt out and still want to do it. If not, I, this we'll he see. may say, hey. Who knows? Yeah. Don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, he may take a lot of to make some decisions to keep it interesting, and some of it may stick to even when I get back. 
Like he may say, I don't want you back. So that may be one change. He'll stick. That'll stick. <laughs> Can so pin that to the bulletin board. Keep that. Keep yeah. that idea. One change to the podcast. So yeah. that this is my last one. I might stream some games later tonight. I Ooh. I might see what JD's I don't J JD are you gave me tonight. Yeah. So I might game tonight, but other than that, I might get a couple gaming streams in uh, before I go, but not a whole lot because I don't have a whole lot of time to go. But I don't have anything else for the outro. Just it's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to when I get back already. I'm already ready to get back. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and if you want to um, say goodbye to Anaconda, you can tag him on Twitter. We keep our Twitter handles in every episode description. You can also use hashtag NTWP if you want to get in contact with us or share a story that we should talk about, that kind of thing. Um, and if you want to see the links for the stories that we talked about today, you can join the Discord, which will also be in the episode description. Other than that, have a great holiday break. We're not going to do the podcast for a couple of weeks, so if you're a regular listener, I'm sorry about that, but you know, Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that. So uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever. Whatever you got going for you. Winter solstice. Okay. And we're out. Thank you for listening. You guys have a good one. And yeah, when JD gets back to doing the podcast, we'll be posted on Twitter. So make sure you follow him over there. Okay.